Okay. Welcome, everybody. You are joined by Ashley Prine, Devin Walker, and, uh, of course, producer Mike. And we are entering the AFC and NFC Championship Games for the 2024 NFL football season. I'd like to start this episode of the Betsy's Pod with something a little special. You guys might know Katy Perry. You've probably heard of her. I'm going to change one word to this song, and it's going to encapsulate how I feel about these weekends. I've got the eye of the lion, a fighter, dancing through the fire, because I am a champion, and you're going to hear me roar louder, louder than a lion, because I am a champion, and you are going to hear me roar. Honestly, give me a rating. <laughs> One to ten, AP. I'm going to give it a solid seven. That's fair. I mean, the audio, honestly, I don't have my mic because I'm yeah. traveling. So the audio is probably my computer audio. If I had had my mic, I'd bump that up to a nine, two. Yeah. Yeah. I'd maybe so. maybe a whiskey or something. Yeah, but it, all the way to a ten. But a I'm, seven, a seven is a good rating. That's I'm not a bad a rating. Fair amount of mezcal, and I have been in New York City traffic for no less than four hours and thirty-two minutes. So uh, mm. I'm not doing great, but I feel uh, pretty good about my picks. We're not going to waste any time on a recap. We all know what happened. Uh, saw one of the funniest posts I've seen on Instagram on Ashley's page in a long time, which was you hanging your head <laughs> at, the, at the stadium. I believe that was last year. It was. It was last year. I went to the yeah. Bucks game um, because, as the listeners know, I have never been to a Bucks game out of all seven that I've been to where they've won. Um, yeah. Went to the Bucks Ravens game when we still had Tom. Going into the half, the Bucks were up my two friends that are diehard Ravens fans that I was with were just being so negative. They were like, I can't believe this. We suck. We suck. We suck. I'm like, guys, this game is not over. I, I think it was 14 to 10 or something going into the half. And then we all know what happened. Ravens took the lead. Tom sucked. Probably one of the reasons he retired. Not really, but maybe. And um, after encouraging them being like, guys, like get your head out of the gutter. Like you're down four points. They had to console me because I was so pissed. Your, was head, was, your head was low. literally in the gutter. Low. It was low. Yeah. 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 Your head was hanging low. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> and we're not going to spend too much time on anecdotes. We're going to get, we're actually not even doing first in print on this app. We're going to get right into the picks here. There's a couple things I want to go over because they're just like trendy kind of conspiracy theory NFL style takes. And I'm like, that's right up my alley. Mm. So let's talk about the color of the Super Bowl sign. And let's talk about the choice of referee. Um, yes. I and, really want to talk about yeah, that. And let's just dive into that a little bit. And I guess the way that we can frame this is just pretty bold statement. Do we think that the NFL has the audacity to blatantly rig an event of this caliber without masking it any better than they have attempted to. What is your take on that? Like, I guess, two-part question, 
do you think that there is an attempted rigging going on? And are they bold enough to do it this obviously? Um, to answer the first part, yes, I think there is an attempt because mm. everything revolves around money. And it would be financially really good for the NFL if the Chiefs went to yet another Super Bowl. Um, Ravens obviously have the advantage here, even though it just came out, you know, a couple hours ago. Their entire 53-man roster is healthy and active. That is unheard of. Um, They're playing at home. You know, the fans are fired up. But let's call it what it is. The NFL has seen an absolutely insane spike that they could have never even dreamed of paying for, even if they wanted to. They've Mm -hmm. seen an extreme spike in viewership because of the Taylor Swift, Travis Kelsey romance. Insane, but true. Um, And leading to point number two, you know, would they go so far to do it this blatantly? Absolutely. They've been doing it this blatantly for the Chiefs the entire season. The first six six games of the season, the Chiefs, got bailed out on shitty calls, literally the first six games. And um, I I think I put this, it was in a separate group chat. It wasn't in our group chat. But once that refing thing came out about mm-hmm. the ref, you know, being on this game, for those of you that don't know, the guy that's, you know, refing for the Ravens-Chiefs games penalizes the home team more than any other referee in the NFL. Um, by like a landslide, specifically with roughing the passer calls, roughing the passer and offensive, um, offensive offsides. I saw that too. Yeah. So, um, shit, I just lost my train of thought, and it was good. Well, you're just getting. You said you were <laughs> mentioning a different group chat, and that the and then the guy. Oh, oh, the- I have. Oh, yes, I have. Um, I have a prediction. I honestly Ooh. think I like that. I honestly think that this is going to come down to. 17-20, Ravens will be down seven, uh, three points. They're going to get the ball with a couple seconds left. It's going to be a fourth and eighth. They're going to go for it. There's going to be a holding on Lamar, and they're not going to call it. Like, that is what I'm seeing in the future for this game, if it comes down to faulty refing. Interesting. Now, you've touched on something that I actually am on the other side of on this for several reasons, which we'll get into when we do break down our tracked bets here uh, for championship weekend, um, seventeen twenty has got underwritten all over it. So, are you feeling like the under in the Chiefs Ravens game is the play? Um, or are you just yes. throwing? Are you just pulling numbers out of your butt? Either way, it's okay. I just <laughs> I, I, I yes, yes, no. yes, and no, yes and no. <laughs> okay, right. Yes, yes, in the sense that I could see it. No, as in I'm not putting my money behind it. I yeah. could I could see the under hitting because I don't think. four and a half for people that don't know. The game line is four yeah. to four and a half. And depending on what book you're at, uh, the line is either three and a half or four and a half. I've seen it. Yeah. Both, I've seen it both places. Yeah. Um. One thing that I will say is that I don't think, which I think will make for an interesting under. I don't think that the Chiefs defense gets enough credit. genuinely I don't think they do Mm -hmm. I think Lamar is good and this is you know a kind of kind of a preview to one of my prop bets for this week but I think Lamar is going to have to throw the ball a lot more than he's been throwing in the past couple of games I don't think he's going to run it um nearly as much because I don't think he's going to get the opportunity 
That being said, I still think his his rushing over will hit. Right now, the line's at 47. He'll blow that out of the water regardless. But mm. I do think he's going to have to throw the ball more. Um, and that's just not what he's been used to. He's he's the, he's the leading rusher on the Ravens, I'm pretty sure, or was for a legitimate part of the season. So, um, not averaging, also, I believe he's averaging 98 yards uh, yeah, that's per, per, playoff, per playoff appearance. Yeah, that, that's um, absolutely insane. And on the other end of that, for the under two, we know that the Chiefs' offense can't get it together. So if the Chiefs, if the Chiefs are going to win this game, it's not going to be a blowout victory by any means. They're not going to score a ton of points. Pacheco is listed as questionable for Sunday. So, yeah, all all very interesting. And I, I do I apologize for the for the shit audio. It's some now someone's vacuuming in the hallway. <laughs> We can't hear the vacuum. Don't yeah, worry about it. You can barely hear me. There's all sorts of things going on here. I'm going to just kind of answer my own question here uh, because the two conspiracy theories are in direct opposition of each other. And I find that very interesting. So the first one is they hired this fucking idiot ref uh, that that clearly favors away teams, right? Um, the, second, the, the second obvious you know, point which you've brought up is uh, viewership and money and all of these things. And that is in direct opposition of the other conspiracy theory, which is that the color of the Super Bowl mm. logo for this season um, is that of a 49ers Ravens Super Bowl going yes. back the last two years, um, going all the way back when people started noticing this trend. We're talking about Bengals Rams. Uh, and then we went into Chiefs Eagles, and now this year it is uh, purple and red. And people yep. are saying this is the game script. They're leaving a trail of breadcrumbs, yada yada yada. So it's really, it, it's funny to me that people are going to be right on a conspiracy no matter what. Yeah, <laughs> so true. Because if the Chiefs win, if the Chiefs win, it's rigged for Taylor. Yeah. And if the Ravens win, it's rigged for the Super Bowl color the super bowl sign color uh so yep. the nfl really can't win here and part of me what i what i what kind of how i like work as like a challenger mind is i'm always like how can i cover all my bases right mm. and, and and always leave myself a backdoor exit and here's the real conspiracy they're both true and they give and they and they lend the nfl a guaranteed not it because they are talking about in a meeting room exactly what I'm saying here, which is yeah. someone's going to think it's rigged no matter what. So right. are they throwing a smoke? Are they throwing a fucking smoke bomb in here with the Super Bowl sign to cover the, the Taylor rigging? Or are they throwing Taylor Swift in here as a smoke bomb to cover the Super Bowl sign rigging? Which which one is it? You can't have it both ways. You uh, can't have it both ways. That's such a good point. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So, so that's, uh, I, I'm like, I mean, if I'm Roger Goodell, I'm either sitting there patting myself on the back or I'm, th <laughs> or I'm thinking to myself, well, I'm fucked. I'm <laughs> you know, what's funny is that I, I, I think about, I think about the NFL rigging games a lot because I think about the betting implications right. and part of the reason, <laughs> this is so ridiculous. Part of the reason that I continue to sports bet is because one of these days it could be 10 months from now, it could be 10 years from now. There's some sort of rigging, you know, repping ring that's going to come out and there's going to be a class action lawsuit mm. against 
the NFL and against, you know, all the involved leagues or whatever it is. And I'm going to keep all my betting slips and I'm going to cash out on that simple suit because it it is crazy too. When, when you look at, um, it could be, you know, another conspiracy, not really conspiracy, but yeah, I guess conspiracy theory. The, um, opinion of the public came out today too, where bets currently stand and people are heavily favoring the lions to um, win and to cover the spread. We'll talk about that later on. I think it's 75% for the money line and 74% for the spread. And, and the, historically, Ravens are getting, the Ravens are getting 70% as well. Yeah, exactly. And um, for Vegas, it's great. It's the opposite teams win on, um, on that side. And what we've seen this season, you've called it out a bunch in your track bets as well. The, it's, it tends to, fare better to go on the opposite side in the public. Yeah, you gotta fade the public. You yeah. gotta fade the public. I hate to do it. I'm not gonna do it. And it's the perfect segue into our track bets for championship weekend because I'm just gonna I'm gonna kick us off. I've got a little two teamer. I've got a little two teamer parlay that I feel uh, uh pretty good about and it does have Lions money line in it. Um <laughs> I I am in direct opposition of what I just said in fading the public. <laughs> I just don't see a world. Maybe I don't want to live in a world, but I just don't see a world where a Debo-less San Francisco team beats these Lions. And I yeah. know he's. I know he's currently questionable. It was an injury that kept him out before. They're going to do everything in their power to get him in this game, if mm-hmm. if at the very least as a decoy. So uh, I, I'm not putting too much stock in that, but I just love this Lions team. I really want them to win. Um, and I'm I'm fading your 17-20 prediction. I'm pairing that with the over 44.5 in this Ravens-Chiefs game. I see points happening here, so I'm going – Lions money line. I'm going Chiefs, Ravens, four and a half. And it comes in at plus 635. Wow. Um for 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 a two-team for for essentially a coin flip, right? Uh in in two games. 50-50 shot. 635 sounds good. Um I like that. 50-50 shot in the over 44 and a half could go a bunch of different ways. I was also targeting the first half under in this game as we've seen the trend i don't have the exact numbers on this but i was looking at first half unders in this year's playoffs Mm -hmm. and uh there's a significant percentage leaning towards the first half unders but the over has hit i think in like 54 percent of games in the playoffs so uh the trend is start slow and then pull out all the stops when when you're down a couple scores and the teams are good enough now where if they start running a two minute style offense with, you know, four minutes left in the third quarter, cause they're down, they're going to get some garbage touchdowns. Yeah. Um, and the teams that are left are notoriously with the exception of the San Francisco 49ers notoriously go for it on fourth teams. Yeah. Um, so, you know, the chiefs are going to put the ball in Patrick Mahomes hands. Uh, the Ravens are going to put the ball in Lamar Lamar's hands. And we we all know about fucking uh, riverboat Dan Campbell. So uh, 
he's he's going to be going for it. And I just I just like the over in that game. So at plus six thirty five, I see a lot of value there. Um, that's my that's my first tracked bet, and uh, and I want to see kind of what where your head's at with with your first bet. Let's just get right into it. We'll ping pong these things back and forth. Yeah, let's let's get into it. I just took for both games. I took outright bets. So um, nice. for the Chiefs Ravens game, oh, friends of mine, friends of mine, cover your ears. But I did mm. it. I took the Chiefs money line. I took yeah. the Chiefs money line. I don't blame <laughs> you. I don't blame you. <laughs> plus one seventy five, and I really don't. Um, I I can't even really point to actually. No, I'll approach this a different way. Logic tells me that this is a really stupid bet. There is every reason to believe logically that this isn't going to hit. The Ravens, in my opinion, this year are a better team. They're a more complete team. Their entire roster is healthy. I just, it's so fucking hard to bet against Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey in the AFC championship when they're not playing Tom Brady and when they're in plus money. It feels almost free. I don't want it to be true, but I got I got to take the Chiefs. And let's I, I not can't, forget. I can't pass them up. Yeah. Let's not forget Andy Reid. Like right, right. Let's not let's not forget experience. I believe this is the sixth straight AFC Championship. Uh, I, I believe that's that's yes. the, the and, number. I think it's number yep. six for them in it a is. row. It hasn't yep. happened. Uh, hasn't happened since the Patriots. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kelsey and. Uh, Mahomes surpassed Gronk and Brady for most uh, career touchdown um, hookups, I guess you would call it, whatever it is. Uh, yep. I think I think it was. I want to say either fifteen to fourteen or thirteen to twelve, something, some somewhere in in there. So we are witnessing history in every every game that these guys play, in, and there's a reason yep. they've gone to six straight. So. I understand the Mahomes angle. I understand the Kelsey angle. I think the Andy Reid angle is a little bit undervalued. Yeah, yeah, uh, you're totally, you're totally right. Yeah, he's got a really, really kind of just calm, like uh, methodical approach to these big pressure games. Yeah, and playing an Arrowhead, even though the crowd noise is typically on their side, they're just used to hectic environments. Mm-hmm. So the home field advantage, um, I mean, short flight too. Let's talk about, I mean, it'll, it'll probably be 30, 30% Chiefs uh, representation if I had to like throw a number out there and bet. Yeah. So I'd put the over under maybe on 27%, something around there. It's going to be over a quarter. So um, yes, it's an away game, but also it's, a, it's, it's an away game for a team that's used to crowd noise. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I, I do. I, I like the bet. I'm going to hop into another one here as well. Um, so let's just to be fair, it's a standalone Chiefs money line bet. Yes. Got it. Plus 175. Yep. AP's first track bet. I'm going to bounce back uh, over here with with what I've got cooking, and I'm going. I'm going to a same game parlay on this one, and uh, I am going to stay. Mm. Uh, I, I'm gonna stay in this uh, in this Chiefs Ravens matchup. I'm gonna ride the hot hands. Yeah. I'm gonna take Lamar and Kelsey anytime touchdowns at plus three sixty. Um, I feel like these again, not to like continually go back to the conspiracy angle of this, but why not bet on the most exciting 
players for both teams to score touchdowns. Yeah. Why not? Yeah. Why not? It's like Lamar's going to rush for 85 yards. We know that. Mm-hmm. Uh, he he is not afraid to, to take a dive at the goal line. QB sneaks in play. Um, Kelsey's going to get targets. He He's kind of turned up. It's very reminiscent. It's funny I bring up the Brady Gronk situation because this is very reminiscent of Rob Gronkowski in the playoffs all season long, kind of not running the plays for him. We've talked about this throughout the, throughout the pod that I truly do believe that really good teams that know that they're going to be in the postseason save plays for the times that matter. So they don't yeah. get filmed to the opposition. Right. Um, all of Kelsey's best plays are getting called in this game. Every yeah. single one of them, they'll worry about the Super Bowl if they get there. They're underdogs. They're away. They're pulling out all the stops. This is absolutely a situation where if it is on the play sheet and it has been circled and saved, it's getting fucking thrown in there. And I think yeah. Kelsey throws a touchdown. So uh, with that being said, Kelsey Lamar, anytime touchdowns plus 360. I love the bet. It's also the amount of degrees in a circle. Uh, so we got that <laughs> working for us. There's a little bit of math there. Um, so, you know, there's, there's certain, there's numerology in play. Um, yeah. and, uh, and I do, I really love the bet. So let's, let's shoot back over to you for track bet two. Track bet number two, which by the way, I think I'm, I think I'm going to tell that bet. I really like that bet. Um, track bet number two, I've got the lions at plus seven and a half. They're low odds, but I'm, I'm just trying to get a win here. Yeah. I think that, um, I think that the Lions aren't getting enough credit in the odds for this game. I agree. Um, I understand that last week, you know, it, it was an eight-point game. It, it was a shootout back and forth. But I just think that people weren't – I'm biased a little bit. I don't think people were giving enough credit to the Bucks either. Um, Bucks are a tough team. You know, Baker Mayfield proved himself this year, and they were not good. going – yeah, they were not going to go down without a fight. Um, the Lions, the Lions have all the momentum in the world, and I'll tell you a team that doesn't have momentum right now. It's the 49ers. The 49ers just inched by, I mean, devastating loss for Green Bay last weekend. Um, Brock Purdy's throwing under has hit the last four games. They're losing steam. You don't have, you know. Debo, I, I know that they're saying, you know, they might get him to play. They're going to see what they can do. But the momentum is with the Lions right now. America is with the Lions right now. And I know that I say this over and over and over again. It's no shade to Brock Purdy because I don't like to join in on the chatter that he's not that great. I do think he is. But I think he's very young. And I think that he's got, you know, he, he needs more time to learn. Um, I don't think that he's the same caliber of player as a Tom Brady that just comes off the bench and yeah. whips out a Super Bowl. He's just oh, not. That's, that's not to say he's not a great quarterback. Yeah. I really do think that he is, and I think that he's a big reason as to why um, the Niners are in the spot that they're in. But 100%. but this this to me, and famous last words, this to me is a safe bet. I yeah. I think the Lions can very easily win this game. And if they're going to lose, it is not going to be by more than seven and a half. So this will be the moment where Dan Campbell is tested as a strategical coach. Mm -hmm. You have to have strategy in your timeout calling, in your play calling, 
in your decisions in fourth on fourth down or even third and short for that for that matter oftentimes you'll see the lines throw on third and short uh knowing they're going to go for it on fourth yeah all of those things everything is going to be magnified amplified in this in this matchup the team with the least amount of mistakes will win this football game can that be the lions can can they play disciplined football away under pressure with the weight of a nation on their shoulders can they do that that is the question we're fixing to find out it's going to be a hell of a week of football it is um so plus seven and a half minus 115 ap second bet I've got another uh, a parlay kind of tuned up here. It's low odds, but I really like it. I'm I'm staying in the same game. I've got Rashid Rice over mm. well 55 or more uh, receiving yards, and I'm pairing that with the Chiefs with the Chiefs plus four and a half at two, at plus two sixty. Now the reason I feel like the the rice over 55 yards is a good bet is because this number has been significantly deflated due to the too high safety defense that the Ravens play. Um, Number one receivers against the Ravens this season have gone under their target in 80% uh, of games. Mm. That deflates this number aggressively. We can call Rice the number one wide receiver all we want. Travis Kelsey is the number one option on that team. Yep. So to me, it's getting deflated because he's technically the number one receiver. Yeah. But he plays a, he doesn't play a number one receiver, take the top off the defense style game. You're going to see him go over the middle. You're going to see him run quick outs. You're going to see him kind of get loose in a two safety high defense and I think that this is a situation where he's going to get yards after the catch and he's going to be targeted early and often because the Ravens are going to do everything in their power to take Travis Kelsey out of this football game yeah totally agree if they do that and we think the Chiefs are going to be in this game they're not doing it through the ground yeah so it's gonna Rice is gonna need to have a day and that's why I like pairing this at plus four and a half because if he does go over 55 we see him probably throw up 70, 70, 80. They're absolutely covering four and a half points. Yeah. Um, so I feel like one of these doesn't happen without the other one. Yep. So I'll take that. I'll take that value at plus two six. I love um, it. That's yeah. that's my third. I put a lot of I put a lot of fucking thought into it. So did my so did I, I for my third one. And I really I, did. I feel like we're like Rain Man today. <laughs> I think we're, we're doing pretty good. I had a lot of mezcal. I've mentioned that several times. I'm a low <laughs> dose of psilocybin, so I got that going for me. Love that. So love yeah, that. love that for me. Um, that, that's got to be it. Yeah, yeah and I'm and I'm I'm teaming up with one of my all time greatest you know hometown buddies here, going over to Polly G's uh, Pizza here in Brooklyn shortly. If you're wondering what Polly G looks like, whatever <laughs> image you have in your mind of a guy named Polly G. That is it. <laughs> okay. He looks exactly like that. I got two pinky rings on. We're firing on all cylinders. Let's go I to love track it. bet three from AP. Tracked bet number three. So I also put, I mean, you know, go big or go home. We know my style. But I also put a lot of thought into this. And I was looking at the last 
six games for the starting quarterbacks and who I think is most likely to score a touchdown out of both um, both of these games. I thought I just said six quarterbacks in four games, but I said the right thing. The four quarterbacks. Fair, we're not sure what you said. I'm mildly <laughs> hallucinating, so I was going to blame it on that. But I don't think – I think I, I got him mixed up. I think I, I think, got him mixed up. I think up. what we want to do is probably take that from the top <laughs> and, and we'll, go to, we'll go to AP's third track back. All right, all right. I looked at <laughs> I looked at I looked at the four quarterbacks that we have playing this weekend Got and it. the performance that they've had over the last six games. Okay. I also looked at all of the big time scorers for this weekend and who I think is most likely to get in the end zone. So we've got a four way parlay at mm-hmm. plus. 1564. We've got Lamar passing over, Goff passing over, Brock passing under, Gibbs anytime touchdown. Wow. So the Lamar, so the Lamar line right oh, now is, is only at 208. Nice. No, that's actually 206 and a half on my book. Wow. Okay. So it you're dropped even a, lower. You're getting an extra yard there. Generally, Lamar does not go over his passing yard line. Because they either blow teams out and he doesn't have to throw the ball or he's just running all over the field. I do not think that he is going to have the same running advantage that he's had the last six games. I also think that with a completely healthy roster, including Mark Andrews, you're going to see him pass the ball more. I think he blows 206 out of the water completely. Um, Jared Goff. If he wants to win this game, he's going to have to throw the ball. And I think that, to me, is a no-brainer. I know that um, the 49ers defense is stacked, but mm, that hasn't really translated as much as as I would think that it would have in the last couple of games. So I'm taking his passing over as well. And the last four games that Jared Goff has played in, he has gone above his um, passing line. To that extent, Brock Purdy. The last four games that Brock Purdy has played in, he has gone under his passing line. They are losing steam. I don't think he has enough experience to pull out an NFC championship win. I think this is going to go under. Um, the Lions are hot. If they just if their defense channels the energy that is all of Dan Campbell, they're going to sack him four different times. So um, I definitely see the under hitting there. And then Gibbs anytime touchdown. Sometimes he gets two in a game. I think this season he got three in a game. Um, pretty sure he got two against Tampa Bay. Don't quote me on that. But um, that's he's an absolute, team. absolute threat around the goal line. Yeah. And and the one I want to the, – the, the line here I want to touch on is Goff passing over for anybody that wants to uh, – wants a less spicy meatball here. Goff passing over is very interesting because the – 49ers defense almost plays to the favor of the Lions offense because they have such talented edge rushers. Goff is a pocket passer. He likes to get the ball out quick. He's going to have to. Yep. There is not going to be an option to hold on to that football because you've got two of the best defensive ends in the game of football bearing down on you at all times. We saw Love get loose a little bit. We saw him kind of uh, 
pulling his best escape artist um, and, and extend plays. That is not Jared Goff. No. That is not Jared Goff. He's going to need to sit in that pocket. He's going to mm-hmm. get rid of the ball uh, under two seconds, and it's going to need to be dink and dunk university all the way down the field. <laughs> if he does that, that is that is the recipe we've seen, not at all comparing Jared Goff to Tom Brady, but we have seen Tom Brady absolutely execute defenses exactly in this fashion, which yep. is get the ball to your playmakers over the middle early and often and let them run after the catch. That is the recipe for the Lions to be in this game. So I absolutely love the golf over for that reason. And and the bet at 1564, I mean, you said it, not me. I don't want to call us Dustin Hoffman. Is that what that was? <laughs> It was, it was Hoffman, right? Yeah. yeah I don't want to. I don't want to be him. Um, but we seem we seem to be channeling. I, I didn't. What could go right? What could go right? Yeah, yeah. We're we're in it. We're doing the we're doing the opposite of uh of Newton's law here. I think it's Newton. Where what what can go wrong will go wrong. We're doing what can go right will go right. Murphy's uh, law. Murphy's yeah. law. And I yeah. feel I feel excited about it. That's all we got. We're not doing live lines. We're not doing. Uh, we're not doing girl dinner bets. It's kind of just a quick in, quick out, get your money type of situation here. Uh, yep. Shortest show in the history of the podcast. Woo! So we got that going for us, and uh, I'm really excited about these. Um, Me we'll too. Get, we'll get to the ledger next week. We're going to do mm-hmm. a big recap of all of our uh, our futures bets from the from the first episode of the Betsy's pod all the way up to the Super Bowl. We're going to do a, a, a big Super Bowl uh, preview show. There's a good chance I'm going to. So uh, that's not set in wow. stone right now, but there's a decent chance I'll be in Vegas. And uh, spoiler alert, I actually don't know if I'm supposed to say this, so I'm not going to confirm it. But uh, there is a sports team here in uh, the great city of Brooklyn that has invited me to a game tomorrow. And your boy might be getting some shots up. So look out for that as well. Uh, follow us on our socials because wow. I, could be, I could be pulling up from the logo tomorrow at Parkway. I'm just saying. Wow. I'm wow. Just put, I'm just putting it out there. All right. Huge. It would be, it would be my second, uh, it'd be my second NBA stadium in which I have gotten shots up. Thanks to the Pacers for inviting me. Last time, it's starting to be kind of one of the things I do. Celtics, pretty uncool. Haven't gotten the call yet. Um, <laughs> we need we need to get you some Betsy swag for, for these appearances. I really should have some Betsy swag. Yeah. yeah I really should have some Betsy swag. Um, but, yeah, all that to look forward to. Uh, and the show was under 35 minutes. I've been Devin Walker. I am Devin Walker? I'm Devin Walker. <laughs> I'm Ashley Brand. And you all are dirty little perverts. We'll see you next time.